Another episode of the Rap Lab, Rap Lab. Here's your boy, the Candyman. $20 cash, tax-free. Whatever you need, come see me. It's the ALFRE to the D. What up, what up? It's the one and only, the only one, the Bob MC. And it's your boy, the one and only, T.O. So y'all know the question that always remains. Al, don't even go there. What's the dealio? And uh, just before we get this episode underway, just want to say peace to the homeboy, QG. Uh, he G, will not the be, true G. He will yeah. not be on this episode this week only because he's uh, handling some personal stuff. But uh, when he's ready to come back, he'll be back. So we hold yeah, it down for him in the time. Yep, it's yep, like yep. the NBA. When a man get injured, the team still got to play. Yes, so uh, before we get underway, uh, Rev, tell them where they can find the shop at. You already know, baby. Cubero Cuts, 95-0489th Street. Ozone Park, New York. Zip code 11416. We in business, baby. Ball's rolling. Yep, so you need a you need a haircut. You go see that man. Him and the entire team at Q Borough Cuts. They do a good job. The Rev Barber is the only barber that cuts my hair. So that, that, hey. should, that should tell you a lot. Hey, hey, Rev, I got a joke for you. What's that? You think I need a haircut? <laughs> For those for those that don't know what I'm doing, that's a line from Jay Z's uh, horrible acting skills in State Property. Oh yeah, you think I need a haircut? Oh, man, yeah, I don't know what that was about when he made that cameo and was talking like that. Can you understand what the hell he was talking to Emil about? What kind of ebonics was that? Man, I'll tell you what I do understand. I understand this verse on Kanye's album. I don't like it. Uh, we uh. we when we about to get we, we gonna get we gonna get to that. Um, oh, yeah. so, so the first topic uh, in the news this week, um, there's been rumors floating around about a Roots versus Fuji's versus. You, you want to see it or do you not want to see it? I don't think I don't want to see it because technically. If the Fuji's and the Roots were to do a battle or the versus, let's just say. It could be the group, but. All three of them have solo projects. Well, Prize barely have one, but Wyclef and Lauren Hill, they could branch out to their solo projects. I mean, Black Thought don't really have much of a solo project since he's the ace of the group and just about the tier rapper of the group. Oh, yeah, Black Thought got streams of thought. And I like Black Thought, you know, Philly, what up? But um, I don't know if I don't know if this will happen. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. If it does happen, you already know. Anybody who could who has a chance to destroy Lauren Hill, I'm all for it. Al, Al, that's not gonna work. That is not gonna work. What's well, not gonna work? The Fuji's will not lose to the roots. This is no disrespect to the roots, but Fuji's has hits as a group and solo wise. The roots don't really have much to branch out except for black thought or features. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro, Yeah, I don't agree with that. 
the roots. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that they got hits of the album. I'm talking about the the Fugees could branch out into like their solo projects as well. Bro, it wasn't even, too many. Yo, know, but you but have you have you have you have you seen the Roots discography? Yeah, the Roots discography is way bigger than than the Fugees and their solo work all put together. You gotta remember the Fugees only had two studio albums. They had the score and Blunted on Reality. Blunted yeah. on Reality don't really got no hits. And then what are you gonna do? You gonna go to the Wyclef's the Carnival? Proz, <laughs> you said it yourself. Proz barely got one one album by himself. And, I mean, it, and it all Lauren, all Lauren, basically, bro. If they do a versus, it's gonna be the Fugees and Wyclef's discography and Lauren Hill's one album up against the Roots, who I think have like thirteen or fourteen albums, bro. They got fourteen. Damn, I lost count of that. I know they were. I know they were in double digits. Because you know we don't like to be wrong on this show, so I'm gonna fire up the Google machine while we're here. But I, I need to know how much hits they have because. I feel like the media has been downplaying the roots ever since Break You Off. I don't know. Maybe I've been out the loop a bit longer, so sorry. And I and I fucks with the loose and I, uh, roots, and I damn sure fucks with Black Thought because he's like one of the most wow. I, I, I guess I get I got that number right. Four, they have fourteen albums. Mm. And bro, now you know if they do a versus, all the roots got to do is go hey 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 hey. They can even hit them with the Jimmy Fallon theme song. Bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that, that's gonna be for halftime. And this is coming from someone who didn't have Black Thought in a top ten. Al, listen, hey, listen, listen. He's, he's, he's listen. As far as Black Thought goes, I love Black Thought, but he when when I think of rap, he's not one of the first ten people I think of. Oh man, we're not but, gonna uh, get we're not gonna get started no, on that. No, no, please not. <laughs> please, Philadelphia, don't kill me. But um. <laughs> Throw, nah, every, but, throw every cheesesteak at him. Throw everything. But 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 now nah, in the in the grand scheme of things though, um, yeah, in the in the grand scheme of things, the 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 Fugees can't beat them. They don't have enough work to to contend with them. It'd be a nice performance on both ends though. That's well, why yeah. that's why I feel like it might be just a performance. But here's my thing. Um, who's gonna be at that versus? Because we all know all three still have issues together. Yeah, as far as the Fuji's go, man. Somebody tell some. Yeah, and then Lauren Hill probably not gonna show up. Talking about she gave everybody. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Probably she probably gonna show show up super late. They probably gonna have to cancel everything. (sighs) I'm never gonna let it go, bro. Until I get my sixty eight dollars back. I'm never Al, gonna let you... Al, just stop. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if she had a verse on, on King's Disease 2 talking about she walking on greatness like Keanu in the Matrix. I don't give a fuck, all right? So, so what? She was get... talking about you. Listen, she yeah, she and she can keep talking about me, and I will flame I will flame that crazy-looking bitch to the day I die <laughs> until I get my $68 back. All, she, all she's good for now is making babies with the Marley kids, all right? <laughs> oh, you stop it. Listen, listen, listen. Until I get my sixty-eight dollars back, I ain't stopping a goddamn thing. Oh, I don't so, even want. An, oh, oh, I don't even see. want. I don't even want an apology. I don't even. I don't even want her to say sorry. Just give me my money back. All right. So if this was Master P, what it'd would you the, do? It'd be the same thing. You a damn liar, bro. If, if I paid my hard-earned money to see the Colonel, a hero of mine, and and he showed up three hours late, told everybody off, and and went home without performing a song. I'd, be, I'd have the anti-Master P crusade. But Master P's not going to do that because he's a man of the people. 
By the way, don't forget to uh, go to Walmart because uh, he got his own uh, line of water now on oh, sale. On oh, sale. Lord. Not when on is, sale. Yo, when is yeah. this guy going to open a supermarket? Just open a No Limit supermarket and call it a day. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, he, he, he just might. But yeah, up at, mate, we'll see, man. I didn't know the Roots have more than 10. I know they had double digits. I didn't know it was 14. 14, and they're still currently signed to Def Jam, so. That's what's up. Word. It will be interesting. Bro, anytime somebody could give Lauren Hill a L, I'm all for it. I have nothing against Praz. I have nothing against Wyclef, but you guilty by association in this versus. Even though Black Thought said it'll never happen because, you know, they don't want to commit domestic violence, so. But. <sighs> Moving on. Speaking of uh, rivalries, beefs, and people versus in each other. Oh, how Lord. about this situation, which I found very, very interesting. Cuban Link, who we all know is does not have the best relationship with Fat Joe after he got uh, his album got shelved and he got kicked out of the Terror Squad 20 years ago. But now, all of a sudden, he's posted documents that says that Fat Joe is an informant. Posted it on Instagram. Well, suppose, you, well, supposedly, he's denying that. Cuban Link is denying it? He said he's denying I think he said he's denying it because he said that would be the weakest shit that he would ever do. Wow. Well, uh, You're mean, saying Cuban Link is denying putting that out? I don't know if that... Did he say denying that out? I know he made a message recently. But now, him and Star were teaming up on Fat Joe and saying that these documents exist. This beef will never end to the day they die. Well, according to Hip Hop DX, which is a subsidiary of Complex, um, yeah, it's saying that uh, back in April, Cuban Link had serious allegations against Fat Joe, and then he revealed those allegations on Wednesday, August 25th, went on Instagram with a pair of posts where there's documentation of Fat Joe, under his real name, Joseph Cartagena, talking to the cops back in the days when he was hustling in the Bronx. Uh, he went on the Star Report also. Well, the report was first shared by the Star Report, and then Cuban Link uh, corroborated it. Yeah, it's on It's on Cuban Link's Instagram. I'm looking at it now. Oh, so what so, was that long-ass message he was talking about? No on his clue. Instagram. So what I do... I was waiting for this topic because I actually want to um, chime in and clear this up. So I don't know if you guys know um, Isaac Wright Jr. The, I know QG definitely knows him. Um, he had that um, series on ABC, ABC. For, for Life that 50 yeah. Cent directed. It basically was about him. And um, he was a paralegal and he got uh, 20 people um, wrong, uh, wrongfully convicted. He had got the verdict switch. So he came out and said that um, that the paperwork is fake and it's a false police report, and he's pretty much saying that Cuban Link is lying, and um, so that pretty much saves Fat Joe. He's lucky because you got a paralegal out here debunking it, but Star <laughs> rears his ugly head back into the media and goes at Fat Joe. I don't know what their longstanding beef is, too, but he just immediately piggied back off um, what Cuban Links was saying, and... You know, this is this is a situation beyond hip hop. This is a, a street situation here. Like whatever these guys beef was back in the day, almost over 20 years ago, it's rekindling now. And well, and the funny ahead. part is, and, and just like you said, this beef has been going on for 20 damn years. And it and it's definitely stemmed after Pun died. 
Yeah. Once Pun yeah. died, that whole group fell off, personally yep. and musically. Unfortunately. Like you, like, you could say Terror Squad came back in 2004, but that's not really Terror Squad. We, the real Terror Squad was Big Pun, Yes, Fat Joe, Cuban Link, what's his name, Triple Sace, Prospect, Armageddon, and, of course, you had Tony Sunshine as well. But, uh, and then before this incident, your man Nori, once again, brought, uh, got into some shit where they were playing, I think, one of the Terror Squad songs before Fat Joe was coming in for the interview, and he had to turn it off. This is where Joe called Cuba Link a bum. Yeah. And Cuba Link once again responded, I guess, to him, and then later on, for some reason, Tony Sunshine got involved as well. So Cuba Link had to respond to him as well. It's these two were never. I mean, shout out to Fat Joe as far as his past beats. He's he's he's, he's done with Fifty Cent. They're cool. Fifty even shouted him out on his birthday. But this yeah, beef, and, and it's funny because Fat Joe has been like a peacemaker lately. Mm-hmm. I never heard that story. That's the funny like, part. He, he He's had. a peacemaker, but he'll never get peace with Cuba Link. But again, it's but, a lot of foul but, shit but that, on both but sides. But that's a whole, but that's a whole money move, though. How many times you seen like the, the the successful guy move on his own, and everybody else that was under him got something to say? It's the same thing they do. They do it to Master P. Like a half of the old No Limit artists that never got nowhere. Say P did this, P did that. Right. Uh, you you hear about these guys on Death Row who never had an album come out. Suge Knight is this, Suge Knight is that. But you know like, what the thing is? The media and parts of the fans were all trying to debate how they were saying once Pun died, they were saying the next person was Cuba Link. And some was trying to put a connection that Fat Joe felt jealous of Cuba Link. Bro, no. <laughs> go, go and ahead, these bro. aren't one of those beefs that, like, you know, as you were saying, like, you know, labeled beefs where, you know, someone's saying they didn't get money or anything. This is personal beef here, man. These guys have Th- history. That's the crazy streets. part. It's more than just music. It's personal as well. Oh, it's rumored to say that uh, Fat Joe had cut Cuban Links with his Terror Squad chain across the face. Cuban Links even rapped about it on, um, I think it was called, a, a song called Scarface Part 2 back in the day. Hey, you, you know how many Cuban Link, oh, let's just say Fat Joe, this is Cuban Link, did? Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, at one point, he had a song called later. Moment of Truth. I don't know. I, I was trying to debate if that was a real song, but it was with him, Remy... Uh, Tony and Triple Sates all going at Fat Joe. Yeah. I don't know, man. These. <sighs> but 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 he's not the only one that's that, that's accused. Uh, he's not the only one that's accused Fat Joe of stuff. Look at um look at Chris Rivers. He, Chris Rivers went on record to say that uh he he and his he and his moms never got anything from Fat Joe after Pun died. So other than Remy Ma, none of them have stayed loyal to Joe. But at one point, Remy Ma did jump with Cuba Link on that song. And yeah, then all of a sudden. Came, and when she came out of jail, who put them on uh, all the way up? Yeah, true. A lot mm. of people got to recognize you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, but that's after the whole thing with Papoose as well. I mean, hey, man, listen. All these guys, and it's crazy because... Prospect, Triple Sace, Armageddon, none of them, Fat Joe don't fuck with none of them no more. But like I said, it happens in every rap group, every rap dynasty, bro. Like, look, even even Rockefeller. How, how many of them got bad stuff to say about Hove? But you know, you know what the funny part is? Armageddon was like one of the last few people 
with uh, Terror Squad? Because wasn't he on lean, not lean back? What was that follow up single that I mistaken thought it was Cameron on the hook? Oh, me and QG, we always mistaken that Cameron was on the hook. It was that next single after lean back. Stephon Marbury was in the video. That you got Terror Squad on one? What yeah. When pun comes. Not no, him. not that one. It was in 2004. It was the next single after Lean Back. From Terror Squad? Yeah. Something about Gotta Take You Home or something like that. Oh, Take You Home. Yes, 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 yes. It was Take You Home. She wanted to take me home. That, that one, which yeah. I thought was Cameron on the hook. Me and QG always make fun of that. Yeah. Yeah, Take Me Home. But, but after but, since but, then, but, that's it. But... But do y'all think that this is true? Y'all really think Joe is an informant? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, something ain't right with this. Everybody would find out, and he would definitely lose his credibility. And this is something that Cuban Link said years ago. He said the same thing. I, I think he's just coming back trying to troll him. Well, I, I hope it's not true for, for Joe's sake. Um, Moving on, this is... Rev, I know, I know this is something that that hits you close to home, so we gonna let you introduce the topic. So please do oh, be honest, Lord. Man, this hits me really close to home because I got love for Nori, and of course, you know, I got love for Wu Tang. Now, Nori gets on Drink Champs, him, Mickey Fax, DJ FN. I think they had a little too much to drink that night, but he was saying how these guys. Um, Sons of Men, Killer Army, a lot of dark men are Shaheen, are Wu-Tang flunkies, meaning they're just a bunch of gophers or people who were just hanging around or anything. No, these guys were far from that. You know, Killer Army actually was on the charts with CNN when CNN dropped. Exactly. I believe, yeah, I believe CNN was number four and Killer Army was number seven, something like that. And Killer Army didn't have much promotion either when their albums came out. But... Yeah, Nori really pissed off Shaheem, the rugged child. If y'all don't know, he's rhymed since he was 14. He's been on stage with Tupac and Biggie at the same time. Big Daddy Kane. This was a little shorty right here who's rhyming, rhyming, rhyming his ass off in Sifes and, and got big. And, you know, Wu-Tang brought him in. Um, a little known fact, Shaheem actually had a little beef with Raekwon, too. Y'all could go on YouTube and um, uh, Google that diss song that Shaheem did on Raekwon. But um, they squashed it and everything's peace. Shaheem's been locked up for a while, and he just recently got out. So he Brother took to... Back. Yes, sir. Hello. He took to Instagram, and he was not happy about it. Um, it and then, be. Yeah, no, most definitely. And, you know, um, shout out to QG, man. QG's like the, our social media boss, man. He digs, man. He be finding stuff. So uh, throughout the week, QG was sending me a lot of videos, and I was digging as well alongside of those videos. And um, Killer Priest and Nori actually had spoke, and it seemed like they were making peace. But it seemed like that Killer Priest didn't holler at the folk first, the Wu-Tang, and let them know, like, you know, there's peace in it up or some, something along those lines. And Shaheem got upset and feels like that Killer Priest sold him out. So Killer Priest made a separate video, you know, addressing Shaheem. He wasn't talking crazy or nothing like that, but he was just saying, like, you know, you got to do your math and your name means God's child. And, you know, you got to start acting like one, you know, you in your 40s. Stop trying to act like a gangster, you know, so it's a small little bit of turmoil between 
uh, the Wu-Tang members, and I wouldn't, I would never dare to call them the flunkies. These guys may not have been the forefront, the eight or nine members, but these guys definitely had heavy features on all of the albums that came out. You know, Killer Army might have been the most successful as far as like project efforts, Sons of Man drop, a lot of Dark Man, of course. Um, Royal Fam, Timbo King, and and Black Knights and them, they don't have um, albums commercially, but these guys are all over records, whether it be Inspector Deck, Method Man, even some Ghostface joints, you know, so that right there was just not smart for Nori to say. Nori, um, he was the last one to apologize. I know they weren't happy with that, or even Mickey Fax, who doesn't really have much on his record either, and they're questioning him, like, who are you to be? calling us flunkies or even laughing about it or being in the vicinity of that like you know you're nobody so he apologized with the quickness dj effing too and they were calling him out for for being from miami and not really knowing the new york scene or anything like that and nori they were just super disappointed in but like i said man i think it was just uh, uh, too much drinks going on for the drink champs over there because they, they you, pissed the wrong people off i'll tell you man nori stop drinking hennessy with tomato juice it does not work He's been you're living but, with that since he said that in '98. But let me ask you, let me ask you a question though. Um, didn't I? I think I read somewhere that they wasn't gonna accept an apology unless they got a spot on the show. Is that true? It was mentioned, but Nori had said pretty much that you know he offered it and he's just waiting on them. The guys in the cut was pretty much saying that they wanted an invite on Drink Champs. They the audio's out there. They're saying that they wanted to um, be invited there to clear things up. And, you know, of course, they did a little behind the scenes clearing up, but they want to bring this to a public platform. I did see also on Facebook um, that somebody pretty much was saying, like, it was a thirsty move. But I I really don't understand that um, if they're asking for an invite and that's all they want, you know, I don't I don't see the thirst in it unless, you know, they're, they're trying to get features or anything like that. But if they're trying to clear up a situation like this for the public, I don't see what's wrong with it. But, you know, as I mentioned, you know, who is not them guys to to do that with because, you know, they were saying even Mickey Fax was laughing at Joe Buttons when that happened to him with Raekwon. So Mickey Fax should know better. Isn't it safe to say that we all should be disappointed in Nori? I yeah, am. I am, too. And, and Nori should know better than that. Now, here's the thing that that makes me up, uh, makes me laugh about Nori. Uh, Nori, you call who? or parts of the Wu affiliates, flunkies. First of all, Shahimi ain't no damn flunky as well. Mm-mm. The man was the man was rhyming on a Brooklyn Posse Cup with damn near Big Daddy Kane, Jay-Z, ODB, by the way, who people should know is a, a member of Wu-Tang, rest in peace. Who else? Scoob, Sauce Money, and Jay-Z. Not okay. to mention he has a track with Big L. Yep. Produced by Big L as well. Exactly. Furious yeah. Anger, which is a hard-ass track, by the way. And what does Nori have? What's in his discography? And, you know, I got love for Nori. I've run into him a couple I mean, times. Well, Nori... No one, he, no one really he, fucks with Nori after the... Uh, he's got albums. He's got a lot of albums. But... I, so, I, 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 mess with, I mess with the War Report, but, of course, that's him and Capone. Um, now, see, before you go out, what if someone said Capone is a flunky? Right. What would he do? Somebody gonna get slapped. That's exactly, exactly what it is with this one. <laughs> Word. If any group, the fans will fuck you up. Hey, 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 Nori, how are you going to call him uh, parts of the Wu-Tang affiliates flunkies, but you have the audacity to tell Silk the Shocker he made an impact in the game? What impact? Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't you even defend this one. 
So wait, so a man, a man who, a man who got two gold and two platinum albums, don't have and, and won various source awards. He don't got and Soul Train awards. He, he, don't, does, he don't got no impact. That has no impact. Master, Master P is the main impact, not so. So 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 hold, so hold on. So so plaques. So the plaques don't mean anything. Who so said charges plaques game, don't mean anything? That, that's what you're saying because Nori was giving him his flowers. You heard, and if you listened to that episode, there was two times. That Nori got nominated for an award and Silk was nominated in the same category and beat him. So, bro, you don't shit on Silk the Shocker, bro. You can say well, he I'm wasn't a good rapper. You can say he wasn't a good actor. You can say you I didn't like. I don't you, know you about say, impact. Hold on, you you can you can say you can say that you didn't like when he smashed Kurt Hennig in the face with a birthday cake on Nitro, but. But nah. Kurt but Kurt Hennig had the last laugh. I loved it. But bro, you can't, you can't, you, you, bro. The plaques don't. You can't take the plaques away from the man, bro. I didn't say anything about plaques. I'm just saying that he made an impact, but it was more because of Master P. Master P knew how to put everybody on. Oh, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. But he, he can't be. It's, but it's it like a marketing machine behind him. But you can't. But say the he thing had is, a- but here's what I'm saying. You give someone like Silk the Shocker his flowers, but you don't give people like the Wu affiliates their flowers. And this is supposed to be a show about giving people flowers. Ten years in the game, I'm more exactly. That's, I mean, what, that's where I'm getting at. Now I'm now, not know, trying to. I know now, now, hold say on. Silk may be I'm the not, worst rapper, even though he he beats all these mumble rappers out here. But I'm, come on, I'm, Nori. Hold on, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to sound like an asshole for what I'm about to say. But the Wu affiliates, Silk the Shocker, and Staten Island. I'm not shitting on y'all right now, so don't don't treat me like Harlem treat QG, but. Like the wool affiliates, so don't do it. Don't don't do it. There's plaques on one side and no plaques on the other. Kill Army went gold. Well, Kill Army went gold, but the rest of them know. Hey man, they got plaques for features they've done on Met the Man's album. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I like the Wu affiliates. I like I like them. I'm not I'm not I'm not shitting on them at all. I'm just I don't even know how Silk the Shocker got in this conversation. T O J eight Nope, because uh, I wanted to see how Alpha was going to respond. But see, this is where Nori, this is where people were talking about. See, that's why I was reading comments. But it's like when I was researching, I said, okay, fine. You got Silk the Shock. I didn't even know Silk was even on the show until he made it like the day of. And it was actually a good interview, even though I don't believe that he said people were listening wrong about his offbeat rapping. Yeah, I was listening wrong. Oh, anyway. No, it wasn't. He was offbeat at times. But... The thing is, like we said, this is where I'm getting at. You're giving people, this is a show where you give people flowers. So how did Wu Affiliates become flunkies and you gave Silk his flowers? Yeah, yeah, Silk did get plaques. But that's not fair to Shaheem and the Killer Armies and all that stuff. They may not have like the careers like Raekwon and Meth and Ghost had, but they definitely made noise in the game. Especially Shaheem. He was a little kid. You know, and Nori set the standard for, like, podcasts and hip-hop, you know, doing, like, what we're doing exactly. pretty much. And we can't take that away from him. But musically, I mean, I'm looking at these albums here, and the last one, honestly, that I, like, remember for real was Nori y La Familia. And that was when he was doing the reggaeton. Oh, God. Came out Garbage. With, uh, Nori. Out. If Nori. anybody has any of these albums, Nori. please email the show or hit us on the Instagram. If you have Noriality, Sorry, S-O-R-E, Nor'easter... Um, Drunk Uncle or 5E, please hit up the show and let us know because I want to know why you got those albums and what I mean, they sound and like. And no one talks about them. 
I mean, yeah. I, only, I only got one Nori album in my collection that's not CNN, so. And it's the first one. It's the first one, of course, because it's a body in the trunk, son, so what's it going to be? Oh, I love that song. The best, the best song on the album. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. Him and Nas, bro. Him and Nas. Can't go wrong with Nori and Nas. No, you cannot. But, Nori, please, no more. You got us toned down on the drinking, man. Yeah, he might. <laughs> well, that's all he and FN do on that show, so. And Mickey, man, come on, man. You know better than this, man. I think Mickey, yo, Mickey Fax is a cool dude, but I think ever since that him, that that beef with Royce and Lupe, and he got involved in it, I don't know, man. I don't like think he's feeling himself. I think, yeah, I think he's feeling himself on that one. I don't think he should ever said anything. And in my opinion, I think he should have been the one to be like, ah, Nora, you're going too far. I can understand Effin because Effin is all lost too. But uh, Mick, you should have did something about that, man. I'm sorry. Um, I agree. But but I'm glad that they did realize the error of their ways and they did apologize. So hopefully that's the the last we're gonna hear of that situation. But you know what the thing is? As we move on, I didn't even see. I didn't. I read his Twitter message about the whole apology. He didn't really say I'm sorry. He just said his words. He said he just didn't mean to use the wrong words. I'm trying to decode the context on that, and I didn't see really much of I'm sorry. And I felt like he did it desperately after people went at his head. What do you think about that, Rev? Man, if the Wu wants an apology, they'll get one. They'll get one. I'm telling you, man. But the thing is, but, but but here's my interesting thing, though. They said that about the affiliates, and I could be wrong, but I haven't seen Meth or Ray or Ghost say anything. Well, Ghost was in that Shaheem video alongside of him, but I don't think Ghost yeah. understood that uh, that uh, Shaheem was talking to Killer Priest. But remember, these are the affiliates they're talking about. They're not talking about the main members, but you yeah, know, the but, main but, members but, but, but see down. that that's like somebody that's like somebody said, "Yo, fuck Rev Bar." I'm gonna be like, "Excuse me." Right. You know, Maybe they maybe they contact Nori behind the scenes. No, nah, if somebody if somebody said if we're a tight knit group, or and, and and somebody says something about 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 somebody in my group, I'm a, I'm gonna be like, yo yo, watch your mouth, fam. Like, what are you talking about? Right. That's right. like that's like for example, yo. But by the way, before I use this as an example, shout outs to Pooh. Go see Pooh. Get your hair braided at Q Burrow Cuts. So that's like if I hear some, somebody say something about her. Even though she's not in the rap lab, she's an affiliate of the rap lab because you know she's 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 your people. And if somebody said something about her in my presence, I'm gonna be like, yo, hold on, we got you got to slow down, partner. Mm-hmm. So, but so I'm surprised I haven't I haven't seen Meth or well, Meth's too busy on power anyway, hitting <laughs> cheeks. But um, he's doing this thing. He's doing yeah, this thing. But, but I'm surprised, like you know, the RZA, the Jizza, like you know, I'm surprised none of them said anything. Yeah, well, Rizzo, you know, he's Hollywood, man, so it takes a lot to get to him. But I'm sure these guys have had a conversation with Nori backstage because, well, not backstage, well, behind the scenes, because these guys are big dogs. Nori is a big dog in the media game now. You know, yeah. so I'm sure I'm sure a text message or something was sent. And, you know, Nori may not have a- apologized, but he definitely was running back his words. He ain't doubled down on it, and nor did any of those guys. And, and, like, and like you said, Rev, um, Drink Champs is the gold standard of what we do, so... Yep. To hear them go at them like that was kind of disappointing, you know? Yeah, take it as a lesson learned. <laughs> Be careful, don't, don't mess with the Wu-Tang affiliates. Just don't mess with Staten Island overall. 
I saw yeah. like a sea dog. And then finally, oh, we had Lord. multiple, multiple <laughs> topics, but we had to. This one. We had to. Uh, oh man. We had to put it down into one. Uh, Kanye West and everything that's going on. So, he uh, first off, he wants to change his name legally to Ye. How do y'all feel about that? Yay! We live in Toronto. That's where we live. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what you meant. I was I was uh watching a promo by The Rock, Hollywood Rock people. Um, Kanye, just stop. <laughs> just just stop. This is not going to work. Yay. I f- I don't know if he's getting the I don't know if he's feeling himself as well. He's always does that. But um, yay, just yay. Nah, no one's going to say that. We all going to say Kanye West. It's always going to be Kanye West. I don't know about Ye. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know, man. These guys want to do these name changes. Diddy wants to call himself Love. Exactly. Uh, it, now this Kanye one. Is yay, and I don't know. I mean, I get it when you you know people have been calling him Yay, but legally, uh, I wouldn't go that far to do that. But some, you know what? I'm just gonna speak on it right now, man. Kanye is a genius that we may or may not appreciate of our time. And years later, that we're going to look back and we're going to laugh. We're going to get mad. Some of us might might even cry. You know, he lost his mom. Some people could relate with that. But I appreciate everything he's doing while he's here. It doesn't necessarily mean that I like it or I'm encouraging it. It is super entertaining. I can't lie. Because he did that Donda event in Chicago and he set himself on fire. And, well, of oh, course, he had Lord. a suit on. And he was walking around for... Excuse the pun, a hot minute just walking around and then they put him out. I'm like, man, he is doing everything he can to draw attention to this album. He levitated. They have him, you know, uh, at his old house. You know, he's rapping in the ski mask. I think that's like his uh, Donda outfit. But what I can say is that he's definitely evolved as an artist and he's taken some of his old style and kind of put it with some of the new sounds that they use. And he's made this album, which is crazy. It drops on a Sunday because it definitely sounds pretty gospel to me. Um, If I may just get into the album, I kind of felt like it was too churchy. But I kind of like that um, they are implementing faith and belief and there's nothing wrong with that. But personally, it's nothing I could ride or bump to with the homies or anything like that. It's it's pretty much more like self-reflecting music and, you know. I'm one. I'm a big advocate on long albums, <laughs> but this is an hour and 48 minutes in 27 tracks. This I had is more a, field, of a movie. Yeah, I had a field day with this album listening to it, and I gave oh, it probably man. like one and a half listens. Um, I'll say that I like the hip hop sounding tracks. Believe what I say with the Lauren Hill sample. I know Al's gonna like that one. Um, oh yes, my, for sure. <laughs> keep my spirit alive with um, Griselda. And uh, Jesus Lord, which is the st- one of the standouts, because they have um, J Electronica, and the part two has the locks on it. And the weird thing about this album is the track listings don't have the features, but I actually had um, stumbled upon the features on Instagram. And when I tell you that he's had that he has a list beyond list, probably longer than Santa's list of features on this album, I could go ahead and dive into that right now. Pusha T, Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi, Fabio Foreign. Jay Ruga, 
Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, Travis Scott, Baby Keem, Young Thug, Vori, Casey, Roddy Rich, Lil Dirk, 070 Shake, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Jay Electronica, Sheik Luch, Jadakiss, Styles P, Larry Hoover Jr., Pop Smoke, Francis and the Lights, Jay-Z, Sunday Service Choir, The Weeknd, Lil Baby, and Global Gabalab, whoever that is. And, oof, man. And these numbers are have come in today. Um, he's number one in 45 countries on iTunes, 67 countries on Apple. And um, pretty much it's the most collaborative album. He has 33 guests. He does 53% of the vocals, 42 producers, and 128 um, production credits. So, yes, as Tio said, this is definitely a movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard the, the, pop song, the Pop Smoke song. It pretty much should have just been an interlude. The beat fit, but his verse for me it just didn't match. Um, I def I definitely skip that when that comes on. Um, and the song pretty interesting. Pure Souls, to me it was just super new school sounding. It has uh, Roddy Rich on that, but thank God the whole album didn't sound like that. But yeah, that's kind of like my little wrap up on the Yay album there. Um, I will say it was to me barely okay. And I could understand where Rev was coming from, where it was churchy. Uh, there was a few issues I had with the album. Um, there was a lot of times he ad libbed too damn much in his verses. Yeah. All that and all that stuff. I couldn't stand it. That's number one. I noticed number two, he could have chopped it up into like maybe a 19 song album because every part one and part two had the same beat just about the same verses with just different features. Right. I would have just combined that. That's just me. And then, of course, one of the controversies is you have, like Rev said, it was more gospely and how he was trying to, you know, promote more of faith, but you got Marilyn Manson on the damn album. I, I, I don't know about that. Now, one of the things we do got to talk about that album which has been sparking controversy, of course, is the song Jail. People like Jay-Z's part, or do people like the baby's part? Y'all gonna be mad at me. I think the baby kind of edged him on that, and I ain't even a fan of him. I uh, do, too. I can't, I, give, do too. I can't give an opinion, because I haven't had time to listen to it yet. But And, and I heard Jay's verse. I just yeah. think this song more fit for the baby, and yeah. he kind of spazzed, and that kind of shocked me. Now, I know people will be like, some people will say we ain't canceling him, and some people are still not happy what he did at the Rolling Loud. Now, the production-wise, some of them I were not feeling at all. Couldn't take it. Because I wasn't sure where this direction was going. I know it was going to be like a, they said it was going to be a hip-hop album. It was, but it was like a gospel album. And I thought the direction of the title, Donda, was more of like, his mom more than more often, but it's like I felt like he could have named the album something else because it was still promoting more of God. But I also felt some of the stuff were way too dark as far as right. production and the lyrics a little bit. I'm like, this is not really heaven like a little bit. Just me. Some songs, yo, but if, believe it or not, some songs he had, he kind of had a little bit of pre graduation type Kanye in it. A little bit. I, f- I feel what you're saying. A little that. bit. Just a little bit. You could kind of hear like a pre-graduation in him, but it was not fully there, is what I'm saying. So I was like, okay, I see where he's going with this. 
And there's been there's been more stuff. Now, supposedly, what did he say? He said recently that Universal, if this is true, that Universal did not uh, release the album without his approval, and they was trying to block the version with the baby. I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Hey, yo, why was Kim Kardashian there with a wedding dress at the listening party? Well, they got remarried. Wait, 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 what? I forgot to mention that. Yeah, they yeah. got remarried. Did you see that? No, Al, got- there was a at the listening party. She came there with a wedding dress, and I said, "Here we go with this marketed bullshit again." This is what I'm talking about. The way he hypes for his albums. Yo, that, is- yo why you got the, the man just got married? Like, what are you <laughs> talking about bullshit? Come, well, come man, on, have, man. Have it, some it, respect. Have some respect. I'm talking you about, about, you, about you about you about to get married and nobody's calling your grand wedding marketing. Have some respect. But see, yeah. that, he always has to start for attention for his albums to drop. Is what I'm saying. Really need all that. She That's pulled up somebody dressed because bro, they about to go on their honeymoon right after the event. He pulled up in a wedding. They already married. Right, they got to get remarried. That they got married. remarried because they got divorced, guy. <laughs> had to make she didn't throw that divorce papers out. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. T.O. is a Kanye hater. You just hate grandiose luxury shit. That's what it is. But I'm just uh, saying, man. Do you, like, okay. Imagine Drake doing that shit. And I'm talking to you, Al. But Drake wouldn't do that because Drake is Drake is not yay. But y'all want to well, hear something he funny? So supposedly they tagged up Kanye's house with um CLB coming soon. And four, 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 five, something. They tagged up his his Chicago home, um, his old Chicago home with uh, like Drake sayings and stuff like that. Well, then supposedly Kanye put out his uh, Drake's full address online. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the next thing. Kanye and Drake got a got a beef. That ah oh, man, Where I don't understand it. It's it's a damn pillow fight, if you ask me. <laughs> I just don't get how Drake and Kanye or what they are beefing over. You know, no one has put it out publicly, like, where this issue has is stemmed from. I, I think this is just, like, for publicity or something, because these guys have done songs together, you know, and they're throwing little jabs. Well, Drake, you know, king of the subliminals, throwing uh, subs at Kanye, and, you know, Kanye's super outlandish, so <laughs> he puts out where Drake lives and you, stuff. You know what I realized about this album? What's that? I'm surprised that he didn't have like certain people like Chance the Rapper where he be at or maybe you said Pusha T was on this album, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did hear the one Pusha T. Notice Kame ain't there. Word. I mean, Kid Cudi obviously he gonna be there. Oh yeah, that's his guy. But I was surprised I didn't see Chance there because you know <laughs> Chance right it's hard for Kanye. You know Kanye helped put him on. Word. You know what that did surprise me? His lyricism. Um. It actually made sense. The things that he was saying pertaining to the topics he was rapping about. I mean, I wasn't like too divulged into the music itself. It's great on a production scale, but it, it, like I said, it was just a little too churchy for me. I like, I like, you know, bangers and hits and, you know, he, he was trying to do some Madonna, Michael Jack, Michael Jackson S kind of album. And he, he kind of made it super climatic by pushing back the release dates and dropping it on a Sunday. I give it like a seven out of ten, to be honest with you. I might give I give it a six point five. Word. Well, uh, I have yet to listen to it, but I will. And uh, yeah, I'll give my opinion. Who knows? We might we might, we might have to do an episode review in uh, Donda pending Q because QG ain't here either. So. 
27 tracks. I, I think we could just touch on it now. And if QG want to talk about it down the line, cool. Some people uh, say this is better than my uh, beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Everyone's caught in the moment, man. I'm sorry to just... But you know what, man? I was reading stuff like that on the internet, too. And everyone is saying album of the decade, all that stuff, album of the year. Uh, you no. know, let me tell y'all, y'all, let me tell y'all why this is not album of the year. Because Nas got... Well, no offense, Al. But Nas got Lauryn Hill to actually be on the album. Kanye had to take a sample of Lauren Hill to get her on his album. I was not album. I would, I, I, I'm surprised she showed up for the sample. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, don't worry. She gonna make a she gonna make a, a part two disc on your ass. <laughs> oh, it's coming, uh, dog. It's coming. I, I'll be I'll be waiting for it, bro. <laughs> don't but, hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> man, who knows? She 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 probably she probably uh, she probably be like, well, I gave you the best years of my life, bitch. Shut up. But um, but yeah, man, and I I got twenty seven tracks. I I know you like long albums, Rev. I that's gonna be that's gonna be uh go in the car and listen to it on the way to work. Oh, and then supposedly Soldier Boy was supposed to be on remote control. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Dear Lord, <laughs> he he told Kanye not to hit him up anymore. Man. What? Because supposedly he did a track or a verse for it, and um he said he has text messages to prove, and it's and it and it surfaced, but he said he recorded a verse for Remote Control. That's the one with Young Thug, right? He recorded yeah. that verse, and supposedly he went to hear the album and the song. He realized his verse wasn't on there. Oh man! So I guess it's safe to say that this particular joke has been going on that Soldier Boy was the first rapper to be left off of Donda. Right. I actually got a demo version of Donda. I've heard it, and I like the demo version. It was actually 15 songs. It had some of the live stuff, but I never I thought I, I never I, thought I was I never thought I would see the day you complain about 27 tracks on it. I album. know, right? <laughs> and it's funny because in the morning, you know, I woke up to the news and stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh snap! Actually, uh, QG broke the news, and um, when I saw that it was on Spotify, the first thing I went, I scrolled down to see how many songs. I'm like, oh man, it's like a the fourth scroll here. Then I see 27 songs. I'm like, oh wow. 140 um an hour and 46 minutes 47 minutes i'm like oh man i'm gonna yeah. take all That's day a movie time. right there man luckily for you you're gonna be in the barbershop all week you got time <laughs> oh yeah no i already heard i gave it the first run in the shop you know i felt like i was putting people to sleep with the church stuff you know and like i said it's like really? not something to bump yeah it, it was kind of uh pretty somber especially like Today's all like rainy out and gray out, so it was like you know, kind of <laughs> it fit the mood today, man. That is that is true. That is true. Well, if y'all got any opinions on Donda, feel free to hit us up. Raplabpod at gmail.com if you want to email or raplabpod uh on, on Instagram. I know y'all been showing us love. The only people we don't want to hear from is the people that say promote it on and whatever, whatever. We, <laughs> that we, we shit gets got, on my nerves. We we don't got time nor love for you, okay? But uh, for the for the true fans out there, uh, make sure that uh, if you got opinions, let us know. Shout outs to everybody in Detroit. Shout outs to everybody in New Orleans. Shout outs to everybody in North Carolina. Shout outs to the whole New York City, and uh, yeah, we 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 appreciate y'all. So next week. I'm about to get crucified on a cross, so y'all don't want to miss that. <laughs> Another trial. <sighs> so, 
It's been another episode of Rap Live. Y'all, y'all stay tuned. <laughs>